Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras, episode number 180. And I want to talk about how not to be exhausted at the end of a long run. Back when I was training for road marathons, I used to come home at the end of my long weekend runs, collapse on my couch, and <laughs> sleep for hours. Back then, I had this tiny little studio apartment in Boston, and it was filled to the max with all of the furniture that I had bought for a much larger apartment. <laughs> so everything was big except for this love seat that I had from my first apartment in Connecticut. And Ruby, my first dog, who was like a puppy at the time, maybe she was like six months old, would jump up onto the couch, aka my love seat, and sleep with me after my long runs, which was like glorious. And there was barely enough room for me on this couch, let alone the both of us, but it was like the best part of my week. And so I really resonate with this whole idea of being exhausted at the end of a long run because the struggle for me back then was very real. I would return completely exhausted, my body would ache all over for days, and I was convinced that there was no way that I was ever going to make the full 26.2 on race day. And this question came up during a recent coaching call with the She Runs Ultras group, and um, I wanted to share some of the things that we talked about that I did back then to help me overcome being exhausted at the end of a long run. So... In no particular order, here are four things that you should explore if you find yourself exhausted at the end of every single one of your long runs. The first thing is, how hard are you working? One of my faux pas was that I was always trying to crush every single long run. I did an all-out effort every single time, partly because I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) Like, I just thought that that was how you were supposed to run. And partly because I didn't want to appear to be slow (laughs) while running the streets of Boston, where everybody else that I saw was running so fast. (laughs) So I was like very much trying to keep up with the Joneses in that respect. So it's honestly no wonder that I was totally exhausted and totally exhausted and I would sleep for hours on my couch. And so that would be my first piece of advice. Are you trying to do what should be your long, slow distance way, way too fast? And just as a side note, this is something that you should look at throughout your entire training plan. What is the objective of each of your runs? And are you putting out the appropriate level of effort for each one? Okay, like, are you going too hard or not hard enough, depending on the type of run that is scheduled, okay? So that's the first thing. The second thing is, are you getting enough rest? I'm personally somebody that needs a solid seven to eight hours of rest each night. So these days I really have to prioritize that in order to be sure that I'm ready to train each day and especially on the long runs and especially when my training gets to the point where I'm doing long miles on the weekends and I'm racking up lots of miles and just lots of time on my feet as well as just lots of training. Like this is even important if you're doing a heavy week of strength training. And back then, back when I was sleeping for hours on my tiny little love seat with my dog, I wasn't paying attention to my sleep. Now I don't like I wasn't tracking it. I do remember trying to get as much as possible, but I wasn't as focused on it as I am now. Like 
I had a watch, like I had a, just a basic Garmin, but back then they did not track sleep. It was basically start and stop to track your run. So if you're struggling to get enough high quality sleep, I would definitely make this a priority to get this sorted out. It's one of the things that, you know, in this little recipe that could really equate to you having more energy and not being so tired at the end of your long run. I did two episodes on the topic of sleep with my friend Risa, uh, episode 46 and episode 168, all about simple ways that you could improve your sleep quality without, you know, spending a ton of money and buying a lot of like crazy devices or, you know, I don't know, like stuff. Like you just need to get some better habits, get some better routines to improve your quality of sleep. And then if you want to take it to the next level, you can. But I think that you'll have a lot of success with implementing lots of the stuff that Risa talks about, and you'll be getting more high quality sleep just by doing these simple things. The third thing, or the third question you should ask yourself is, are you getting enough fuel AKA, are you eating enough? And just like sleep, high quality fuel or food is really, really important. And if you are chronically tired, this is something for you to have a look at. Now, the topic of what to eat, how much and when is a big one. And it's very personal for a number of reasons. So we're not going to dive into this in depth right now. But one of the ways that you can sort of check yourself is to keep a log of everything you eat for a week. Now, listen, (laughs) I am not suggesting that you weigh and measure every bite of food. But what I do is just keep a running note on my phone. Um, Sometimes I use the what's it called? Uh, my fitness pal to just track because then it's keeping real data. Like you can, you know, estimate how much and it'll calculate out the macros for you because oftentimes I'm just much more focused on, okay, how many carbs did I have? How much protein did I have? Not necessarily the overall number of calories, but that is important too. Like if you are under fueling, if you're not getting enough calories, you won't have any gas in the tank. Okay. So keep track of what you eat for about a week Don't alter it because you know you're keeping track. Make it a very realistic measure of what you do on a day in, day out, week in, week out basis, okay? So what you ate, the approximate amount, and the time of day. And then at the end of the week, just have a look at it and see what you can glean. Maybe you're realizing that you are not having enough total calories. Maybe you notice that you're not eating at the right times, like when you go out for your long long run on the weekend, you don't have anything before you go. And so you have no gas in the tank. So there might be some patterns that make themselves apparent to you when you look at this log. Now, if you look at this log and you are completely flummoxed, you have no idea what to do with the information that's in front of you, then I would definitely recommend setting up an appointment with a nutritionist. And that's a professional that can help you look at this and make sense of the data and make recommendations for what to do next. And just as a side note, if you are not eating before your long run, 
and you're not eating while you're on your long run, then that's something to look at too. So just keep in mind that when you race, you're going to need to take in calories and your long runs on the weekends or whenever you do them is an opportunity to practice those foods, practice conditioning your stomach to take in food while you're moving. So have a look at that. Definitely go back and listen to the two episodes that I did with Julie Shobe, episode 101 on how to fuel your first 50k and episode 153 that we aptly titled carbs, 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 because we talk about the importance of carbs, the timing, how many you should have, so on and so forth. So make sure you listen to those if you're struggling with what to eat and how much to eat during your long runs and your races, because she gives some really excellent tips for how to rein it in and focus on what you should be doing. All right. And then last but not least, Thing number four or question number four that you could ask yourself is, are you giving it enough time? Now, in the beginning, you're definitely going to be tired at the end of your long runs. I don't want to, I don't want this to sort of be false advertising that like, if you do all of these things, you'll never be tired at the end of a long run. But the nature of the beast, especially when you first start training, like I was back then with my road marathons, I was tired and that's okay. But if you are following a training plan, if you are running at the appropriate level of effort and or intensity, if you are prioritizing your sleep and making sure that you're getting adequate fuel, both when you're running and when you're not, then over the course of six to eight to 10 weeks, you're going to see an improvement in your running, both in pace and distance. And on top of that, how you feel after you've completed those runs. So again, that's not to say that you're never going to be tired ever again after a long run, but on the whole, you're going to be less tired than you were when you started your training back on day one. When I think about this for myself, and I think back to how tired I used to be at the end of like a 16 mile run when I was marathon training, and how tired I feel now at the end of a 16 mile trail run, it's night and day. So I promise that if you monitor these four things, if you ask yourself these questions, and you take the necessary steps to improve in each of these four areas, you'll be less and less tired, and you'll be getting stronger and stronger. Okay, well, I hope that was helpful for you guys. Make sure that you queue up those other podcast episodes that I mentioned here if you haven't listened to them already. And honestly, even if you have listened to them, it might be time for a refresher. I often bookmark and go back to various episodes multiple times just to be sure that I've taken notes and extracted everything I need and want from them. And listening to things multiple times is sort of my jam. That's how I make sure that I incorporate all of the information. So if you've got questions like this and you'd like to get personalized help with them, then the She Runs Ultras membership is going to open up at the end of September. So make sure that you're on the wait list to be notified when spots open up. Just head on over to sherunsultras.com and click the button at the top of the screen that says get notified. That's how you'll add your name to the list. That's all for this episode, you guys. Enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon. Oh, 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 oh,